believing in yourself and confidence isn't something that just happens to you. It's something that you have to go out and create in spite of your brain trying to do the opposite. I think that version of us is willing to go on an adventure. She's willing to go on a ride. She's willing to go on the roller coaster and be terrified and not know when the drops are coming because she knows that by the end of that, she's going to come out stronger. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is a bonus episode. This format is totally different than all of my other episodes because I am doing a Q&A about the Art of Speaking Up Academy. So if you've been listening to the show, you know that the Art of Speaking Up Academy is my signature six-month group professional development program. I created it for women who want to grow their confidence and become a powerful voice at work so that they can fully express their brilliance to their colleagues and to their bosses and so that they can get recognized and rewarded for their talent. When you are feeling confident and using your voice, it has a really big impact on the impression that you're able to make on everyone around you and it has a really big impact on your career growth and how quickly you grow and advance. And I created this program for women who are really ready to catalyze the process of finding that bold, confident voice who are ready to stop with the hiding and stop with the questioning themselves and stop being the wallflower in meetings and who want to grow and evolve past that so that they can elevate their presence in meetings and elevate their contributions in meetings and really step up and become a bold, powerful leader. Like that's really what this is all about in the end of the day is evolving into a leader. And that requires an enormous amount of confidence, so much courage. It requires very sophisticated communication skills. And those are all things that I'm going to be supporting you in cultivating inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. And for me, the Art of Speaking Up is truly an art because it's not just about the hard skills. I'm going to be teaching you the skills. You're going to learn everything you need to communicate in a way that is super impactful and super authoritative. But it's not just about the communication skills. It is also about building the inner courage and navigating those scary, vulnerable moments and going from having those scary meetings and those scary moments feel like they're owning you. And it's going from having you feel so small to having you feel like you have the confidence and strength and inner courage inside to navigate those difficult moments and speak up anyway. And I will tell you that this requires effort. When you're finding your voice and you're finding that confidence, it requires you to show up for yourself over and over again through those hard, shaky, wobbly, scary moments. And that is hard work and it requires commitment and dedication. But when you stick to it, 
and you make that commitment to yourself to keep showing up for yourself, even on the days when it feels hard, even when it feels scary, even when your brain is yelling at you not to do it, when you keep moving forward in spite of all of those things, that is when those situations begin to feel less big, less scary, less heavy, less out of control. And that is where you start to feel strong and confident. And you start to have those moments of like, oh, I actually feel good in this meeting. I am no longer navigating the feelings of smallness and the unworthiness and the shakiness because I've done the work there. And now I feel solid and confident and powerful. That is the journey that I'm going to be taking you on inside this program. And I wanted to answer your questions about the Art of Speaking Up Academy so that you can figure out if it's right for you. I've had several women reach out to me with questions, and so I wanted to answer some of the common ones here in case you're wondering the same thing. And if you have a question that I haven't answered on here, send me a note. Please feel free to reach out to me. Don't be shy. I will put my email in the show notes. It's jessica at theartofspeakingup.com, and I will get back to you pretty quickly. On a logistical note, the last day to sign up for the Art of Speaking Up Academy is Monday, November 22nd by 9 p.m. Pacific time. That is when doors will close. So if you are listening to this episode right around when I dropped it, right around when I published it, you have a few days left to sign up. And if you still have nagging questions that I didn't answer in this episode, if you want to chat about it, please reach out to me and I can kind of get to know your situation, figure out what you're needing, and help you understand what the program can do for you. And last thing, if you want all the details on the program, if you want to see the curriculum, if you want to view the call times and all of that information, go to the enrollment page, which is justguzzitcoaching.com slash academy, and you'll find all of those details. For this episode, I wanted to focus on your questions and answering some of your questions so that you can understand and start to feel out if this is right for you. And one thing that I will say is just listen to your gut, listen to your intuition, right? Listen to your inner wisdom. I think with a lot of these types of things, I think if we can remove the noise and the mental clutter and all of like the fears and the insecurities, like if we can put all of that to the side for just a minute, I think we usually know if we're a yes or a no. For me, when I think I don't know if I'm a yes or a no on something, it's usually not that I don't know. Like, it's rarely that I genuinely don't know. It's that I have so much clutter in my mind around it and so many fears and emotions that are clouding the yes or the no that I can't see the truth. And so for me, it's less about quote unquote figuring out and just more about coming closer to the truth and unpeeling the layers. So if you're on the fence about it, one of the most powerful things that you can do is just try to listen to yourself. That might mean you got to press pause on this episode. That might mean you just need some quiet. But I think sometimes we think that we need more information and more information. And what we really need is less information because the information is taking up a lot of space in our minds and is preventing us from hearing what our intuition is whispering to us. Because sometimes our intuition can be quiet and soft and hard to hear. But my experience has been when I listen to that tiny little voice, that little whisper, when I actually have the courage to get quiet, 
hear it and listen to what it's telling me to do, which isn't always easy. But whenever I do that, it leads me to incredible things. And whenever I do that, I'm like, yup, <laughs> it's always right. So that's what I will leave you with before I dive into the questions. And I'm just going to answer a few questions, which are the most common ones that I've been getting. So the first question that I will answer is, who is this program for? And I'll share with you my thoughts on like the perfect person for, for the Art of Speaking Up Academy and also help you understand if like your industry or the type of place that you work makes sense for the program. So the Art of Speaking Up Academy is for women who are very, very ambitious, who really care about their career and see them see their career as like an important part of their life, a place where they want to have impact, they want to be successful, right? But women who feel like their voice and their confidence is getting in the way of them having their career be the way that they want it to be. They don't feel like they have the confidence and the communication skills and the strong enough voice in a room to take their career where they want it to go. And they are ready to commit to doing deeper work on closing that gap so that they have the inner confidence and the communication skills to support them in evolving their career in the way that they want it to evolve. For some women, that means that evolution looks like they want to be on the path to promotion. They want to have this like rock solid reputation. For some women, what that looks like is just they want to make sure their voice is being heard. They want to have impact in the room, right? They're not as focused on like the next promotion or the next thing. They're focused on just wanting to be part of the conversation and do their job really, really well. So whatever is important to you, whether it's like a tangible promotion or you just want to be more part of the conversation, the, the shared thing in common is that your confidence isn't supporting you in speaking up in these rooms in the way that you want it to. And the behavior change that you really want to experience is you want to go from being quiet, being the wallflower, kind of feeling like the note taker in the room or the person who never ever talks to the person who is part of a conversation, who is really like gracefully sharing their perspectives, who is able to hold her own, even if there are people in the room who have more experience, who have more tenure than you. And not only are you wanting that behavior change of being more vocal in the room, you're also wanting to experience an inner change in how you feel, right? An inner change in your confidence. So instead of having fear and insecurity holding you back and causing you to shrink away, you have tools to navigate those feelings so that those feelings don't take charge of your career and so that those feelings don't keep you from making the impression that you could be making in meetings. And the beautiful thing about doing the work to navigate the insecurities, navigate the fears, navigate all of the thoughts and feelings that are keeping you small and quiet, the beautiful thing is as you do that work, you don't have to navigate those feelings with so much effort because they tend to shrink over time. So what you will go through is this evolution of first learning how to be in the meeting room and get through the meeting and speak up even if you feel nervous, even if your mind is trying to overthink, like even if all of those things are happening, you're going to learn how to show up anyway. But as you do that over and over, those 
thoughts and feelings that are holding you back are going to get smaller and smaller, which means you're going to have more and more capacity in you to speak with confidence, to speak in a voice that's really authentic, to become super captivating because you're not going to have so much of your energy be drained by nervousness and worry and anxiety and overthinking. So this program is really for any woman who wants that. And I've had a couple people ask, you know, is this for me if I'm not in, let's say, a corporate nine to five role, right? I, I work with women in all different fields, right? So I work with women in education. I work with women in medicine. And so even though my experience is the nine to five space and that's like kind of my world, my work is really for anyone who's in a space where having a voice in a room full of people is part of your job and part of how you succeed and have impact and get to the next level in your job. And that applies in lots of different professional contexts. But I will say as long as you're in some sort of traditional like Monday through Friday, like you go to a, a workplace and there's people and you have to talk to them, that's really who my work is for. Okay, second question is, what if I miss a call or what if I can't be there for all 18 calls because this is a six-month program? I purposely made this program long because the type of change that my clients are looking for, like the women who come to me, the change that they are wanting to experience takes time. Most of my clients and the women who want to work with me come to me wanting to experience an inner shift. They want to stop feeling shitty about themselves, to put it bluntly, and they want to feel better about themselves and they want to feel more confident so that they can feel free and unconstrained and so that they can use their voice in meetings and just like be a human. That is where they want to get to. And because I know that that's so important, I made this program longer because that transformation takes time. So it's six months long and there's 18 calls because I'm not just teaching you surface level communication skills. I am going to teach you the basics so that you have what you need to truly communicate at an executive level. But because we're doing the inner work and because this is about changing your internal landscape and growing your confidence, that takes time. And that is a process that I don't like to rush. I like to make sure the women that I work with feel like they have enough time, ample time to be in the growth process and not have to feel like they are rushing. So as a consequence, it's a big commitment because it's 18 calls and it's happening over six months. And so I've had a couple women reach out asking what will happen if they miss a call? Will I be recording the calls? What does that look like? Et cetera, et cetera. So as of now, I'm not planning to record the calls. My main priority here is that I want the women inside the cohort, inside the program to feel very, very comfortable. And I don't want there to be any conditions that I create inside the space together that makes people feel uncomfortable. So my plan is not to record the sessions. If the academy starts and the women inside really want me to record the sessions and everyone's feeling comfortable and okay with it, it's something that I'm open to. But my number one priority is just feeling comfortable and feeling like everyone can come as themselves and not, you know, not have to worry about something like being recorded on a call. That being said, each call is going to have a core teaching and that's going to be distributed. So if you miss a call, you'll have access to the material from the call. But most importantly, you'll have access to me in between the calls. So we're going to have a private online community because the program's not just going to be about the session that we spend together each week. 
But the program is going to be about the six months that we all spend together. Like we are going on a journey and that journey is so much bigger than one session a week. So we are going to need to stay connected to each other in between the calls. That is a non-negotiable. So we're going to have a private online community where we can chat with each other and I will be a part of that community, which means that if you miss a session, you can catch up on the materials. You can obviously talk to the women in your cohort and find out what you missed, but you can ask me questions. So I will be able to get you unstuck because you will have access to me in between the sessions. And if it turns out that everyone wants to record and feels comfortable recording, I'm open to it. I pride myself on being open-minded and flexible. But if you're like, I will only join this program if the sessions are recorded, probably doesn't make sense for you. But if you're like, okay, that sounds good. Maybe if I miss a session or two, I'll get myself caught up. Everything will be okay. If that feels good, then you should be fine. And missing one or two sessions isn't going to like make or break it for you, right? It's it's a six-month experience. So what's going to make or break it is going to be how much courage and commitment you bring to the program. You could show up for every single session and not be in the right mindset and have less transformation than someone who misses a couple of sessions, but is like showing up with their full heart and their full commitment to be in it. So I think sometimes we think it's like we put a lot of importance on attending every session. And while I totally recommend that you make this a priority in your calendar, Just don't allow your mind to get twisted into thinking that if you miss a session or two, it's going to have a really big impact on what the program does for you because the impact that the program has like on you is far deeper than like missing a session. You're going to be part of like a deep, open, loving, supportive, inspirational, motivational community of women and being in that energy and in that experience is going to benefit you even if you have a week where you can't make the call. So that is my answer to the second question. And the last question that I was going to answer is just, this is kind of a blanket question. And I really understand this question because I have some scars around this myself. But this is the question of like, is this going to be uncomfortable for me? You know, I'm I'm shy. I don't like speaking. So like, am I going to have to speak in the sessions? Like, What if I don't fit in the group? Like, what if I feel awkward and uncomfortable? So I have a lot to say on that. The first thing that I want to share is that if you feel that way, this program is for you. So the the whole purpose of this program is to work through the fear of having a voice. And there's no better place to work through the fear of having a voice in meetings at work than a group situation that is similar enough to a work meeting that it's going to stretch you, but that has the safety and support that you are missing in a work meeting, right? So if you want to become someone who feels confident in a room, one of the best ways you can do that is get yourself in a room and practice. But the the rooms that you're in at work they're not supporting you and nourishing you and offering you the warmth and the tools and the support that you're going to get in a program like this. So in my mind, this is the best of both worlds because you get the experience of being in a group but without the same level of scariness that you experience in a work meeting. And if you feel still a little bit hesitant and it feels a little bit iffy, that probably means that this is the right program for you because the thing that I will be supporting you through is helping you 
navigate that iffy feeling and helping you not make that discomfort mean that there's no hope for you. And so if you have that hesitation, the decision to join a program like this actually becomes incredibly important, right? Because if you feel a little bit afraid to speak up or be part of a group, and because of that fear, you decide not to do it, what you're communicating to yourself is that, well, fear and discomfort means that I can't do it. It means that I'm different than the other women. It means that I'm a hopeless case. And what I want to offer for you to think about is I just want you to open your mind to the idea that the other women who are part of this program might feel the same way as you. The only difference is that they were, they're willing to hold that discomfort and put themselves in the room anyway. So I think we tend to think that other people are like these special magic unicorns that don't have the same struggles we have and that we can't lean into the hard, scary thing because we have X, Y, and Z. And I can tell you as like the leader of this community, as someone who does intimate one-on-one work with women who are trying to find their voice, as someone who's gotten started to get to know the women who have already signed up for the Art of Speaking Up Academy, I can tell you with full 1000% certainty that if you have fears and shyness and insecurities and hesitation, you are not the only one. It might feel like that for you, but that is not the case. Now, a couple of things that I'll share with you that I think will help you feel out whether this room is the right room for you to challenge yourself in. Because what I'm inviting you to do is to challenge yourself, right? Like I'm telling you that the shyness and hesitation that you feel around the group is a sign that you might want to be part of this room. But you want to make sure it's the right room, right? Because like, yes, you want to challenge yourself and go out of your comfort zone and develop this courage and confidence and bravery. But you also want to make the right decision for you on what room to do that in. Is this the room you want to do that in? So I'll share a couple of thoughts with you on that. The first thought that I will share is that everything that I'm doing inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy that requires the participants to speak is opt-in only. I will never, ever force you to speak. You could show up to every single session and not speak if you wanted to, and I would not judge you or make you wrong or force you because I know what it's like to be in those big feelings of fear, right? So I'm not going to push you. Now, that being said, my goal is for the space to be so welcoming and safe that you start genuinely wanting to be part of the conversation. My goal is never to force you to join, but my goal is to create an environment for you where you feel a stir a longing inside to join the conversation, like where you have a desire in your belly and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to participate. What is going on here? And I do that in a couple of ways. One, I do that by creating a lot of openness and closeness and mutual support inside the group. That can really help you relax. It can help you feel welcome. It can help you feel comfortable. And it can also help you see that you really don't need to be perfect. You're allowed to be very, very messy in my rooms. That is something that I like to create a lot of room for. But also, I'm really good at guiding my clients and guiding women to find their voice in baby steps. 
One of the secrets to having the big confident voice and being like super confident and being able to handle the biggest, hardest, scariest rooms is that you start with just focusing on the next little challenge that's in front of you, which means that I'm going to slowly be offering you little opportunities to speak up, little opportunities to join into the conversation. And that those little opportunities are going to help you warm up and get comfortable so that as the group becomes more interactive and there are more opportunities to speak, you're already in the conversation. It's not feeling like breaking that scary ice. You already know the group. You feel the sense of familiarity and camaraderie. It doesn't feel new and scary anymore. And so that's the cadence that I'm really going for in the group. So while you could stay quiet for the entire six months if you wanted to, and that wouldn't be a problem, my goal is that you're not going to want to do that. And that's where the magic is going to happen. And I also want you to think about this idea of like opting into the conversation. That's how it is at work. At work, no one's going to force you on a regular basis to share every time you have something to share. You're going to have to develop the muscle of opting in. Like that's a thing that you're going to have to learn to do. So if I were to force you and put you on the spot, I would actually be doing you a disservice because I wouldn't be giving you the opportunity to develop the strength and courage that's required to bring your voice out on your own. So this preserves your autonomy and it allows you to make the decisions around when to speak up versus when not to. And more importantly, it allows you to grow that muscle. And I will say that you will surprise yourself by what you are capable of when you're in an environment and a space that is nurturing and nourishing because so many of you are trying to find your voice and challenge yourself and go outside your comfort zone at work because that's the space where you're trying to do it. But the problem is you're like, you're trying to compete at the advanced level And you don't have a beginner's level to practice in and get good at. So you can think of this room as like the safe room, the beginner's room, where you can build the courage then to be in the advanced room at work and not have to like be speaking up and being courageous and trying things for the first time in that harder room. It's sort of like if you have a fear of heights and you like want to get over it, it's not a good idea to like start with the high dive. Like you probably want to start with like a regular diving board, right? And get good at diving and then go out and try a higher diving board. So I think of like this safe, welcoming, nurturing space as the space where you get to build courage in a way that's not too much for you, right? That's not going to overwhelm you. That's not going to make you feel like you want to shut down. And I'm good at doing that because I was one of the women who did shut down. I was one of the women who was like, oh, hell no, I'm not talking in this room. This feels really uncomfortable. This doesn't feel safe. I feel like I'm being judged. Like, this doesn't feel supportive at all. I know what it's like to be that woman. And so I've created all of my stuff from the lens of I want to offer something that is the opposite of that because when you feel like not safe and you feel judged and when the teaching style is like kind of harsh, I don't think it creates the right conditions for growth and development and learning and building confidence. I think for women like me, the types of women I work with who are more on the sensitive side, right? More kind of like internal, like have really rich inner worlds, um, a little bit more like empathic, right? We need that space where we feel like very safe. And that's what I need and that's what I create. 
And some people thrive in other kinds of spaces. Like some people thrive in spaces that are maybe a little more intense, right? I do not. Sometimes I'm drawn to those spaces because I want to prove myself or whatever, but those are not the spaces where I have like the rich inner growth. And those are not the spaces where I learn to feel like a badass inside because I don't have enough room to be vulnerable in those spaces. And vulnerability and feeling safe and feeling comfortable is such an important ingredient in the confidence building process. And so that's what I will share with you on that question. And I also wanted to take a minute in this episode to talk to you about why you sign up for a program like this. And this is specifically for anyone listening who you want to do it, but you're just feeling like a little bit scared to say yes and just like a little bit scared to put yourself in the room. And I'm sharing this with you because I used to be that woman. So I took a really, really long time in my professional life to finally like invest in coaching and hire help when it came to my own growth. I hired my first coach around like 2017, but I I started my career in 2012 and I was struggling like hell. So I spent a lot of time trying to do it on my own and it took me It took me years, even after hiring that first coach, then it took me a couple more years to just give myself permission to like invest in the things that I wanted and hire the coaches that I wanted and have the support that I wanted for my own personal growth. But once I made that pivot and once I got better at saying yes than I was at saying no, that is when I began to see the most dramatic change in my life, in my career, in my voice, and in my confidence. I spent so many years saying no to the things that I wanted, and I was much better at saying no than saying yes. And I went through this uncomfortable shift where I started saying yes to things, even though it felt really scary, and I eventually got to a point where I got really good at saying yes to the things that I wanted, and that's when I feel like my entire life started to change. Like literally the amount of change that I have experienced through saying yes to the programs and support and the coaching that I wanted is an amount of change that my brain couldn't even understand. Like it couldn't even fit in my old brain because I didn't think that some of the things I've accomplished, the confidence that I have, that what I was able to do in my career, all of these things, I didn't think that those things were even on the table for me. But I'm so glad that I said yes, even through that haze and even through that fog, because through saying yes, I was able to find out the truth and what was really possible for me. And so what I wanted to share with you in case you are someone like I was who has trouble saying yes to yourself, I want to share with you some of the reasons why you join a program like this or why you work with a coach outside of the very obvious, tangible reasons, right? So there are some obvious, obvious, tangible reasons why you join a program, why you hire a coach, why you say yes to something like the Art of Speaking Up Academy or any anything that you invest in with your professional growth. So the obvious reasons are the very real, very tangible benefits that you're expecting to get out of that program or out of that coaching or out of that training. 
So for this, the very obvious tangible benefits are the communication skills, the mastery of the communication skills, and the coaching and mindset support that you are going to get to stoke that confidence that you are trying to build. Those are the obvious reasons. Some other obvious reasons are the community and being part of this intimate group of women. You're probably going to stay friends with them even after the program is over. So these are like the obvious, more tangible surface level reasons why you say yes. But I also wanted to talk about some of the reasons that people don't think about that I'm very acutely aware of both because of my own personal journey and how much I said yes to myself and how I really saw what that did for my confidence. And also based on my experience as a coach, watching what happens when women say yes to themselves. And by the way, just so we're clear, when I say saying yes to yourself, What I mean is saying yes to yourself when you really want it, right? Saying yes to your desires. So not forcing yourself, not pushing yourself, not pressuring yourself. When I use the phrase saying yes to yourself, I mean like you have a little glimmer, like a little twinkle, like a little tickle of desire and you're like, ooh, this sounds delicious and I want it. I'm talking about saying yes to that feeling, right? Where the desire is already there, not forcing yourself or pushing yourself. So What are some of the less obvious reasons why you say yes? I have three that have had massive impact in my life that I wanted to share with you because they might help you with like just your decision making overall and how you think about making decisions. So for me, the reasons to say yes beyond the tangible benefits are three reasons. The first is to break a long held pattern. The second reason is to treat myself or for you to treat yourself luxuriously. And the third reason is to find out what happens. So I'm going to go through them and give you a little bit of color on these. And the first one is to break a long held pattern. So often when we are trying to grow into the next level of ourselves, whether it be in your personal life or your professional life, there's a reason why you're not there. And usually for the work that I do, the reason that my clients aren't there and the reason that the women that I support aren't there is because they haven't learned how to believe in themselves. And they think that believing in yourself is just something that happens to you. Like confidence just happens to you, right? And so they think like, oh, confidence didn't happen to me. Believing in myself didn't happen to me. I guess I'm screwed, right? And I used to think this way too. And one of the key shifts that you have to make in order to grow your confidence and have the change that you want to experience is you need to realize that believing in yourself and confidence isn't something that just happens to you. It's something that you have to go out and create in spite of your brain trying to do the opposite. So the thing that quote unquote just happens to us is usually things like fear and doubt and hesitation. That's what happens to us. Confidence and believing in yourself is what we create in response to that in order to navigate all of that garbage so that that garbage doesn't dictate the direction of our careers and our lives. 
And so often when you haven't found your voice at work, it's because you're in this pattern of thinking that the feelings that you want and the confidence that you want should be happening to you. And because it's not happening to you and you're sitting in these rooms feeling awful, something's wrong with you and something has gone wrong with you. When the truth is that the belief and the confidence is going to come the moment you decide to start cultivating it. And so often when it comes to working with a coach or being part of a program, I think what tends to happen is people think that because the belief and the confidence isn't there, it hasn't quote unquote happened to you, they shouldn't, they shouldn't make the leap in themselves because they're going to disappoint themselves. What if you go through the whole thing and you don't feel more confident at the end, right? And it's the same faulty thinking that is keeping you quiet in meetings. It's the same waiting for confidence to happen to you rather than deciding that you create the confidence and rather than deciding that no matter what crappy, shitty thoughts your brain is offering you on any given day, you get to decide what newer perspectives you are working on growing into. And the only person that gets to decide that is you. And sure, it might take some time for those new thoughts and perspectives and feelings to take hold in your body. It might take some time before you truly become the person who can create the confidence, who can create the belief in yourself. But you are the one who decides to catalyze that process. And the only way that you will get to that end result of being that woman who walks into that meeting and knows she's the shit is by being willing to say, today I feel doubtful, today I feel shitty, today my brain is assaulting me, but today is the last day that I allow that to be the reason that I don't move forward. That process, that statement, that commitment has to happen in order to catalyze your journey of growth and change. And so saying yes to something, stepping into a program that's going to provide you the structure, the support, the guidance to do that is effectively saying, okay, I know that I doubt myself. I know this feels a little shaky. I know that I'm not 100% confident and 100% in belief about myself and about making this decision. But I also know that my growth comes from deciding that I'm getting into belief and getting into the confident version of me starting now. It might take a long time. It might take spending a lot of time in self-reflection and learning a lot of new stuff. And it might take making myself vulnerable, but it's worth it for me because nothing is more important for me than feeling strong and solid in my bones. And so when you say yes to something, you're breaking this pattern. You're breaking this pattern of thinking that just because you feel crappy or just because your brain is offering you crappy thoughts, you can't do anything about it. And you just have to wait for confidence to be offered to you or wait to feel like you belong or wait to feel less like the outsider. When the truth is, your journey to feeling like you belong, to feeling stronger, to feeling better is going to start on a day that your brain is offering you those same crappy thoughts, you are just learning to orient towards them way differently. And that is where you take your power back and that is where confidence comes from. So that is the first reason. The second reason is to treat yourself luxuriously. And I purposely made this program six months long because I wanted the participants to have a very luxurious experience. 
And I think psychologically, this is incredibly important when we are growing and especially when we are growing through an area that's a really big struggle for us. So often when we are struggling, we shame ourselves for it and we make ourselves wrong and we think that because we're struggling, we are wrong and we've done something wrong. And so if you're struggling, your instinct might be to deprive yourself to punish yourself, right? Because you're making your struggle mean that you're unworthy. When actually so much of your confidence is going to come from turning that on its head. And rather than making yourself feel unworthy because of your struggle, your confidence is going to come from you being able to treat yourself like a fucking queen, even on the days where you feel like you did shitty. And even on the days where you feel like you are hardcore struggling because you know that no matter how bad your day is and no matter how hard things are, you still deserve to treat yourself really, really well. And your worth as a human is still infinite, right? Even when it doesn't feel that way. And so I think so often when something is really hard for us, we want to punish ourselves and deprive us of the things that we want and need because we feel like we should deprive ourselves because we're struggling. When you can flip that on its head and say, I treat myself luxuriously because I know I deserve it no matter what, ironically, that is what equips you to navigate the struggle because you start having those first little sparks of feeling like, oh, like I am a badass bitch because like I get myself all the things and I treat myself amazingly even when I'm struggling because I like myself no matter what. And sure, I want to get past the struggle because it's going to improve the quality of my life. But I have learned to give myself the things that I want without having to prove myself, right? Without having to be perfect because I like myself just as I am. And so many of my clients think that if they adopt this perspective, they're not going to grow. They're like, well, if I like myself, like just as I am, how am I going to like push myself to do the scary thing and build the confidence? And I'm like, no, loving yourself and being kind to yourself and treating yourself gently and beautifully and luxurious is the thing that's going to help you build the confidence, right? Like, if you think that being an asshole to yourself is going to be the thing, and I'm, I'm teasing you a little bit, right? But like, if you think that being an asshole to yourself is going to be the thing that's going to help you build the confidence, and you think that loving yourself and treating yourself kindly is going to slow you down, what I want to ask you is, how is it working for you so far, Because most of the women who come to me are treating themselves like assholes and they're getting stuck because of it, right? So I know your mind might want to think that I need to whip myself, you know, so that I run, 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 like whip the horse so that it runs. But chances are that's what you're doing. And even though it really feels like the right way to do it, it's not. And part of joining a program like this is giving yourself the support you need, treating yourself luxuriously, even with the struggle. And this program is going to be a pattern interrupt because I'm not going to make you feel like crap because of your struggle, right? It's going to be the opposite. You're going to learn that you get to belong here and you get to celebrate yourself no matter what phase you're at. And that that is going to help you grow faster, even if your mind wants to argue with you. Okay. The last one I'll share before I wrap this up, and this is like my favorite one, and I feel like this is kind of so much of my heart and soul as a coach, and this is why I love being a coach. But the the last and final intangible reason to join a program like this or just to go deeper into your 
you know, your own confidence building journey, whatever that looks like for you. But the, the last and final reason to say yes is to find out what happens. I think our brains really get us twisted whenever something in the future is unknown. I think we sometimes really trip ourselves up around not knowing what's going to happen and we, we, we want all of that certainty, right? But I think that when we truly feel badass and we truly start to channel that really confident version of us, I don't think that version of us needs to know the exact future and needs so much certainty of exactly what it's going to look like before they take the scary leap. I think that version of us is willing to go on an adventure. She's willing to go on a ride. She's willing to go on the roller coaster and be terrified and not know when the drops are coming because she knows that by the end of that, she's going to come out stronger. And I think one of the most compelling reasons you can say yes to yourself when you have no idea what it's going to look like and you've never done it before and it's brand new, one of the most compelling reasons to say yes in that situation is to find out what happens. When you make your choice, your yes or your no, you're opting into either finding out what happens or not finding out what happens. And whenever I'm on the fence and trying to make a decision, one of the things I ask myself is like, okay, Jess, you don't know how this is going to turn out, right? In fact, this is the exact decision process I went through when I left my nine to five job to start my coaching business, right? Jess, you don't know what is going to happen. There is literally zero way for you to predict the future. Do you want to opt out and say no and not find out? Or do you want to opt in and say yes and find out? And for me, I was like, fuck yes, I want to find out. Like, what even, what is that decision? Of course, I don't want to choose not finding out. Like, why would I ever want to choose that, right? But of course, our brain wants to choose that because that's the safer option. That's the option where we stay exactly where we are. But for me, when I viewed the question that way, do I want to find out or not? It allows my heart to speak. It allows my soul to guide me. And then I can hear my true wisdom, which is the hell yes, which is like, yes, I want to find out. Like, of course, I'm terrified. Of course, I don't want to take a risk. Of course, I don't want to step into the unknown. But oh, my God, do I want to find out? And that gets me to the clarity that I need to make my decision. So those are the things that I wanted to leave you with because I wasted a lot of time in my career not understanding the value of those things and focusing so much on the tangibles and not realizing that there was a bigger picture at play. And so I wanted to share that with you because it's so personal to my growth journey and how I found confidence in breaking my patterns and treating myself luxuriously and indulging my desire to find out what happens. And I wanted to share it with you in case it resonates with you and just like helps you get in touch with what is more deeply held within you when it comes to your desires. If your heart is saying yes, I would be so freaking excited to welcome you into the Art of Speaking Up Academy. And if you want to talk with me before you make your decision, or if you want to send me a question, just shoot me an email. Such an honor to get to talk to you. It's been such an honor to welcome in the women that have signed up so far. And make sure if you are thinking that this is right for you, make sure that you get your enrollment done 
by Monday, November 22nd at 9 p.m. Pacific time. I am so excited for this adventure and I'm sure you will be hearing me talk about it more. This won't be the last time I talk about it, but this will be the last time that you can sign up. So head over to jessicasacoaching.com slash academy and I will see you inside. Have an amazing, amazing day. Bye.